Now, I know you've been enjoying this episode, and you're probably thinking in your head right now, damn, Apex, what is it now? What, what, what do you got to tell me about now? I need to tell you about recording your own podcast and getting it distributed only by using Anchor. All right, so, so let me explain. See, first off, it's free. Also, there's certain tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone, your tablet, or your computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Podcasts, CastBox FM, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place, and that's Anchor. So make sure you go download the free, free Anchor app, or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello, my faithful and fellow listeners. Welcome to another episode of Podcast About Nothing. I am your host, The Apex. Uh, it might be another sports talk. There there's not much going on out there. Um in the uh what's the word I'm looking for here? The um social me- social media, you know, that little realm, that alternate universe out there, there's not much going on out there. Um so it might be a little sports talk, you know, by the time y'all hear this episode. I didn't release the episode Saturday. I'm thinking about not releasing episodes on Saturdays. So I might just do Friday and Mondays. Uh, yeah, yeah. I might I might just do Fridays and Mondays, or I might do Saturdays and Mondays. I don't know yet. I don't know. But um. Shout out to all my listeners just tuning in right now. I appreciate it. Thank you for rocking with me, for riding with me. Uh, shout out to um, shout out to Osita Brand. Shout out to Lechosa Sock Sauce. Shout out to What Occasion. I have to do an update because What Occasion changed their Instagram account name, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna look into that next episode. I'll have it. I'll have it right. Uh. Shout out to that's it. That's it. Shout out to you guys. Shout out to everybody listening right now. Shout out to everybody tuning in. Shout out to everyone that's putting up with my inconsistencies. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thanks for rocking with your boy. Um, is that it? Man, this is a short intro. There's not much to talk about. Like I don't think that I don't think there's anything going on. Like the Super Bowl happened. Uh. I'm gonna get into my little league team. What happened with that? But uh, outside of sports, there ain't, there's not much to talk about. Like, I mean, I haven't really been on Twitter lately. You know, I, I don't know. Let's just uh, let's get into it. Now I can't let this episode finish without telling you all about the greatest, tastiest, hottest hot sauce in the hot sauce game. They chose us hot sauce. And you can take my word for it. They sent me two free bottles so I can have a little taste. It's the hottest out there. It's the hottest out there. And if you're really into spicy foods, pick up some Lechosa's hot sauce. That's L-E-C-H-O-S-A-S. 
hot sauce. You can find their website on www.lechosashotsauce.com. Follow them on Instagram at Lechosas Hot Sauce. Again, it's www.lechosashotsauce.com. Pick up a bottle and let them know that podcast about nothing sent you. All right, so like I was saying, I wasn't, I haven't really been on YouTube. Not YouTube, I'm sorry. I said YouTube. I was watching the Joe Button podcast. I haven't been on Twitter often um, since Kobe passed. So to avoid all that stuff, to from seeing the memorials, and I just stayed off of. I've stayed off of Twitter, so I don't really know what's going on. Like really, like whenever I did go to Twitter, I'll see. Um, oh, this is a message that Kobe sent to somebody, and I feel like he's talking to us now. Like, whenever I see a Kobe post, I kind of I look at the Kobe post, and then I get out of Twitter. So, I'm only on Twitter for about a minute and 24 seconds or something like that, and that's only because I'm watching the Kobe vi- memorial video. So, after that, I close Twitter out, and, like, I'm usually done with Twitter for the day after that. So, I don't really know what's going on. As far as Instagram goes, haven't really been... But you know what? When you're looking for news on Instagram, you're not going to really find it. You got to go to the shade room for that. I'm not going to the shade room. So I I never get news from what's happening. Like, like I, I never get the happenings about what's going on in the music industry or what's going on in our culture. I don't, I'm not going to the shade room. I will never go to the shade room ever. So I don't know what's going on. I, I, like like I said, I, I, I usually get my news from Twitter or the Joe Bun podcast, but I haven't listened to the Monday episode yet, so I don't know what's going on. So y'all just gonna have to deal with this episode that I'm about to give y'all. And this episode part not gonna be all that long. Um, yeah, so the Super Bowl happened. Shout out to the Chiefs. Shout out to Andy Reid, man. Congratulations to Andy Reid. Uh, he, as a head coach in the NFL, he had the most wins than any other coach without a Super Bowl. So he led the wins amongst coaches without a Super Bowl. So shout out to Andy Reid. Um, I remember being a fan of the Eagles in, I think I was in eighth grade or I was a freshman in high school when Donovan McNabb. Terrell Owens, Brian Dawkins, Brian Westbrook, um, uh, Jason Avant, um, Jeremiah Trotter, um, Shante Samuel. Uh, man, who else was over there? I, I forgot who else was over there, but I, I was a fan of that Eagles team. And they lost to they lost to the Patriots in the Super Bowl. And I lost a bet to my friend. When I was in like the eighth grade or ninth grade. I, I forgot what grade that was, but um no, nah, I thought it was gonna pull through. Um at that time Brett Favre was still there, but the Packers were kind of mediocre at that time. And I was kind of, you know, riding the Eagles a little bit. Um that's when I fell in love with football. It was my eighth grade year. Like I watched it in seventh grade, but I was living in, in Memphis at that time. And I wasn't about to root for the Titans. I'm still not. But, um, you know, it, it's funny how things 
came back. Like, I was living in Memphis through a nice chunk of my childhood years. And now here I am, an adult, came right back. Not to Memphis, but I'm back in Tennessee again. But um, didn't room for the Titans then. Not room for the Titans now. Um, so it was nice to see the Eagles win the Super Bowl a few years back. Uh, it just took me back to my childhood. Like, man, I remember when I was rooting for them and stuff. But then as I became older, I became a diehard Packer fan. And then after, especially after I left for uh, college, because the Packers remind me of home, you know. So I was rooting for Packers then when I was in college. And, and you know, it hasn't slowed down. Well, it has slowed down. I, I really don't watch the NFL as much anymore. Um, yeah, so uh, shout out to Andy Reid, man. Andy Reid deserved it. Um, Patrick Mahomes did what he had to do. He struggled earlier in the game. When he threw that second interception, fam, I was like, dog, it's over. This this is done. They're they're not they're not about to pull this through. But, you know, the Chiefs the the Chiefs defense, um I, I think Jimmy Garoppolo, right? He he played all right. He he played all right. He threw an interception. Uh, when it came down to crunch time, he couldn't complete a pass to save his life or to save the game, I guess you could say. So I think that kind of showed that when they needed him to get them downfield, like they actually, like, we can't run the ball. We need to get, we need to eat up the field. That way we can get down the field and score, right? So, we can't run the ball because the Chiefs were on their run game. They were on it. Now, I know that when the 49ers were up 10, um, but the game changed really quickly. Like, the the Chiefs went from being down 20 to 10 to scoring three straight touchdowns. Like, it changed in a matter of moments. You know what I'm saying? So, um and they needed Jimmy Garoppolo to make a play, get them downfield, and he couldn't do it. Because I knew if it ever got to a point where they needed Jimmy Garoppolo to pass them, because when you're down by a substantial amount and time is winding down, you can't run the ball. You can't run it. You've got to pass it because you can't just keep getting eight yards per play or six yards per play. You can't. We need some 20-yarders out here, some 30-yarders, some 45-yarders plays out here. He couldn't do it. He couldn't do it. And um, I, I feel like that was a difference because Patrick Mahomes, he can do that in his sleep. So, to me, that would have been my game plan. And who knows, you know, that, that was probably uh, Andy Reid's game plan as well. We're going to stop the run, and we're going to make y'all use Jimmy Garoppolo to beat us. And I, and I think it showed. It showed today. Jimmy Garoppolo is not a, an elite quarterback the way people say he is. Or Jimmy Garoppolo isn't that quarterback where when it's time for him to make a play, he'll make a play. He didn't do it last night. He didn't do it. So um, I, I knew that if it came down to Patrick Mahomes making plays, and they need Jimmy to make a play, I, I knew Patrick Mahomes was going to be the one to do it. Because he's a phenomenal quarterback. Jimmy Garoppolo is Kirk Cousins. Jimmy Garoppolo is Alex Smith. 
Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo is just a situational quarterback. And it showed. It showed. So Chiefs won 31 to 20. I think I said. Ooh, what did I say? Did I say 35 to 24? I think I said 35 to 24. But they won 31 to 20. So I was close. Uh, shout out to the Chiefs. I'm not going to get this wrong the way Donald Trump got it wrong. Shout out to the Kansas City Chiefs. Shout out to the state of Missouri. You know, because y'all lost to the St. Louis Rams. So shout out to the state of Missouri. Y'all, y'all got a Super Bowl coming. Well, actually, the state of Missouri, y'all won a Super Bowl, right? Yeah, with the Rams. They beat the Titans. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, shout out to y'all, man. Shout out to y'all. Enjoy this. It, because the Chiefs are going to be there for a long time. Actually, I'll take that back. Because people said the same thing about the Packers when we won in 2010. People said the same thing about us. We haven't been back since. Enjoy it, though. Because it's not promised. I'm letting you know that right now. Every A Super Bowl every year, even a Super Bowl appearance every year, is not promised. About nothing, Nation. Let me get your attention before I let this episode finish and tell you all about what occasion. What occasion is a travel agency slash party planning committee owned by my cousin, my family, Tamara. Now, you can go follow what occasion on Instagram at what occasion, all one word. If you have plans on planning on a birthday party for your 21st, a King Sierra, or you want to take a trip to the Bahamas. Make sure you go with what occasion, because no matter what the occasion, go with what occasion. I hope everybody is enjoying this episode so far, but allow me to take one minute of your time and talk to you about something very important. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all the other places people like to listen? How do I make money for my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and very easy to use. And now, Anchor can even match you with great sponsors too, so you can get paid to podcast. I don't have a fancy setup. I don't have a studio. It's just me, my iPad, and I hit record. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start. To join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. Again, that's anchor.fm slash start. And I can't wait to hear your podcast. Alright, so um it is difficult for me to record episodes on Saturdays. Uh not even on Saturdays, but it's just difficult for me to record. Because I don't know what to record about for a Saturday episode, so that's why I, I mean, if I do do a Saturday episode, I'll probably have to record it on a Saturday, which would mean that y'all will get the episode later, but I like to release episodes, like, early in the morning, you know, um, and by the time y'all hear this, it's, by the time y'all hear this, it'll probably, I'll probably, probably release this episode around two o'clock on Monday, so, by the time y'all hear this, but, yeah, so, uh, Little League team had a game Friday, we had a game Friday night, prime time against the Bucks, Warriors versus Bucks. Uh we played at McFadden Community Center. Uh here in Tennessee. If you're if you live in Tennessee, 
if you, especially if you live in, within my area, you know where McFadden is. So we were supposed to play a game at a, at a, we usually play our games at, there's three elementary schools that we will play games at, but on our schedule, there's only two elementary games that we play at. And so we had a game Friday night. It was supposed to be at this elementary school. Um, ended up not being there. I don't know. Something was wrong with the gymnasium. With the gymnasium, man. I don't know what the problem was. They didn't inform me. But they called me an hour before the game started. Exactly an hour. At 6.30 at night on Friday night. Because our game was at 7.30. And they called me at 6.30. The commission called me at 6.30. I was like, yeah, Coach, uh, Coach Apex, there's something going on with the gyna- with the gymnasium there, so y'all gonna have a game at McFadden Community Center. I'm like, I'm like what? You telling me that's an hour before? Okay. Alright, cool. Hang up with them. I run up, I, um, run upstairs tell my brother, who's my assistant coach, yo, we gotta make some calls because um they they switched on us and we're playing at a, at a different location. So an hour before the game started, I'm calling parents. They're not answering. I'm leaving voicemails. I'm texting. They're not responding. Some of them called back. Some of them answered. But I have nine kids on the team, and so I'm like, I right, bet. Boom. Now the only thing we can do is just pray and hope that we have at least five there. That way we can run a five-on-five, you know? So we, I'm at the game. Well, we get to the gym because uh, my nephew also plays on the team. We get to the gym, and um, we're there, you know what I'm saying? About boom, 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 boom. We were raiding. Kid, uh, two kids, two of my kids were already there. Uh, and then another one of our kids was walking right behind us walking in so that's, that's four kids and our star player shows up i'm like all right cool our, our two best players on the team is here so you know what i'm saying like it's not fine we just have to run a five on five at this point and so we're playing against the bucks we're the warriors we're, we're playing against the bucks that night and uh the coach i was going up against uh he only had five kids there so i'm like all right we're running a five on five and one of my kids told me, um, yeah, coach, I don't want to play here. I don't like this gym. And it was a small gym. It was a small gym. It was real. I mean, I, the, the, the the basketball court was, you know what I'm saying, it was 90 feet. You know what I'm saying? It was still regulation size. But there was no room, though, outside of that. Like, the wall was the out-of-bounds line. I promise you. The wall was the out-of-bounds line. Like, it was real constricting, you know what I mean? But so anyway, I, I told I told my kids, like, look, I know that this was a last second thing. Y'all thought we was going to be playing here, but now we're here at the community center. And y'all saying y'all don't want to play here. There was complaining about the rims. The, you know what I'm saying? There was complaining about how small it was. I get that. But I can't snap my fingers, and now we're back at the other school that we usually play at. We're here. We gotta finish the game out. You know what I mean? And um, so it, it was time for us to play. You know what I'm saying? We only got five kids. I had my star player. He had to play center. He typically plays small four. I had to put him at center. Um, number five. You no, know, he 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 
No, he lost the tip off, which I, I didn't care about because I love my team's defense. Like they they defend hard. So we we're, we're down court, we're defending. My kids are chugging up shots, shooting, 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 and right and, and up to that point, not up to this point, but up to that point, our record was one and two. Right, we have one game a week. There's seven games, and um. After finishing the game on Friday night, we only have three games left. So for the next three Saturdays, we got games. And um, yeah, so we're we're chucking up shots, we're bricking. Um, they're not. I don't know. I think they were just so fixated on man, let's just win this game and get out of here type thing. And I'm telling, because one of my kids, he wears number three. He broke his collarbone in December before Christmas. A few, like a week before Christmas, he broke his collarbone. His first game back was Friday night. And up to that point, he, he didn't practice. He, he did. We had him doing some shoot-around stuff. We let him dribble. He's a left-hander. We had him dribbling. We had him shooting free throws. But he could only really use one arm effectively. The other arm was kind of just there. You know what I mean? So this was his first game back. He was still kind of favoring that arm a little bit. I felt bad for playing him. But at this point, I kind of have no choice, which I feel terrible about. I should have just forfeited. But um, he played hard. He finished with five points, five rebounds, uh, I believe four assists two steals and a block, like, he played great, you know what I'm saying, each quarter is only eight minutes, they're 11 to 12 years old, he, he played great basketball for us in his debut game with no real, real practice, you know what I mean, so, he played good, um, yeah, so I had him, because my, my brother's on the sideline, like, yo, Apex, we gotta, we gotta speed this up, and I'm like, fam, we only got five players, we can't have them running up and down the court. They're going to get tired. You know what I mean? And I, I, I don't really feel like we do enough stamina building to do that. Now, if I knew that my kids had the stamina, oh, yeah, we would have ran them in the first quarter. But I'm like, yo, pace yourself. Especially this is his first game back. Relax. But, uh, I mean, he was playing hard, though, I think, at the end of the day. But, um, yeah, so we we struggled, you know. And then not to mention, this is his first game back, so he has to get accustomed to playing with everybody because he never had a chance to play in a scrimmage, a preseason game, or a regular season game. The only time we seen him was three – we only seen him play basketball at three practices, and then he broke his collarbone. So the kids built this camaraderie and chemistry with each other, and now here comes number three into the fold, plus he's going to be starting at point guard, so he's bringing the ball up. Y'all were used to number one bringing the ball up, playing point guard, but now I got him playing shooting guard, you know what I mean? So, it was a whole it, it was a whole learning curve that took place, and they had to learn to play with each other for four quarters. So, halfway through the first quarter, um, two more of my players show up. Alright, cool. It's number 14, who he's he's our center, he's our big man, he's down low, he'd be banging, he'd be getting rebounds, he'd be putting them back, and he has a three-point jump shot. I was happy that he was there. And then uh number what number does he wear? Twelve. And he's a great on the ball defender. So I was happy to to see both of them. Um and he made the jump shot too. And I usually don't depend on him for offense, but 
Uh, yeah, so when the second quarter comes around, we're, we're losing, by the way, 8-2 to two at the end of the first quarter. Second quarter comes in, I'm like, yo, guys, listen, man, just focus. Blah, blah, blah. So then I'm playing the second quarter, and at the end of the second quarter, going into halftime, the score is 12-6. to six. So we scored two more baskets. They scored two more baskets. So we're still losing about six at halftime. You know, I, I try to give them this, you know, you know what I'm saying, pump up speech. You know what I'm saying, a little pick me up. You know what I'm saying, just, just prepare them for the second half. I'm like, all right, you know, get back out there, finish this game strong, play smart defense, uh, take smarter shots, stop shooting the three, go for layups, set picks, you know what I'm saying, all of that. I tell them to go out there, warm up before the game, start back up again. You know what I'm saying? Get a layup line going, get some shots up, you know what I'm saying? Work on your mid-range a little bit, get some dribbling going. And I pull number five aside, our star player, and I told him, yo, take over. Take over. Win us this ball game. Win it for us. He looked at me, and he just gave me a nod, like, all right, bro, I got you. Type nod. He went out there. He did his he did his he did his thug dizzle for real. He did his thing out there. Um he finished with fifteen points. Ah man, fifteen points. I wanna say seven rebounds. Uh two assists, I believe three steals and a block. Uh he played real well. You know, in the last game he had a double double. He had nineteen points and ten boards in the last game. So um yeah, so so then in the fourth quarter, the score is tied, 18-18. He comes down, our star player, he comes down, he, he shoots a three, he makes it. They didn't call the foul. But these refs, I think I feel like these refs are just ready to go home at this point. Um, didn't call the foul. The Bucks come down court. They pull up on a three. Boom. Game tied at 21-21. And uh, I, I think there was like six minutes left in the game at that point. And... The Bucks didn't score again for the rest of the game, and we scored ten straight points to finish it out. So we, you know, saying we won uh, thirty-one. No, I'm sorry, we won. We won thirty-one to twenty-two because they they got a foul, missed a free throw, and then made a free throw. So we won thirty-one to twenty-two. We won by nine. Um, I, you know, I, I told them like, man, this is the best basketball y'all played because. Look at the circumstance. We got put into a different gym that y'all did not want to play in. Last minute, we were down by six for the first half of the game, and y'all battled back. Y'all fought through all of that. It, it was just pure talent, and it was also putting them in the right situation. I asked my brother, I mean, is it just their pure God-given talent, the reason why, you know what I'm saying, we've won these last two games, or is it good coaching? Um, it's hard to say, really, but I feel like we do our coaching um, through practice. You know, on Saturdays, we rely on them to just remember what we told them and then put it out there on the floor. Uh, my brother and I, we, we check out a game, but we'll, we'll talk. We'll, I'll, I'll talk about that later. But yeah, our next game is on Saturday at 11 in the morning. We're playing against the Hawks. Um, I'm just praying that everybody still comes. Everybody's still there. We have practice tonight at seven 
at seven o'clock. So I'm excited for that, man. I'm, I'm, I, like I, I take a lot of joy and pride in this, and I I love doing this. You know what I'm saying? I love coaching. I, I might coach football in the summertime. I don't know, but I, I love coaching. Like you know, I'm trying to build a resume up so that I can start coaching at a middle school around here or something like that, or or I'll even coach out of elementary school. I'll do fifth graders. I'm I'm not doing any anyone younger than I'm not, I'm I'm not coaching any kids younger than eleven. I'll do ten to twelve. You know what I'm saying? But nah, nah none younger than that. But um, yeah, I, yeah, you know. So I'm I'm proud, happy. You know what I'm saying? We got the dub. Like I feel like that's what matters. They played hard. It was part of the best basketball they played, including the blowout win we got last week. You know what I'm saying? Because with this one, with the circumstance and everything that fell in place, and they battled back from being down, um, and they, they played hard, and they, they extended the lead, and they got the dub. Like, you know what I'm saying? Proud of them, man. But, yeah, um, I think I'll end the episode here. I'll end it here. This has been another episode of Podcast About Nothing. I've been your host, D.A. Pace. Until next time, uh, never be complacent. Always be consistent. We're striving. We're striding. We're thriving. Peace.